Once a simple fisherman on his own, now transformed into a skinless hero out for revenge. After they've taken everything he had, even his skin, Gutboy seeks vengeance on the men who did him wrong. An evil businessman, a corrupt bureaucrat, and a self-appointed cop who all continue to terrorize the small island where they live. As Gutboy travels through this dark and sinister world of marionettes and shadow puppets, he encounters golden giants, promiscuous prostitutes, weird witches, and even another flayed victim like himself, the seductive Sophie Guts. Will Gutboy exact revenge with his open heart left intact, or will it be lost to the evil he is trying to destroy? Welcome to the Usual People Podcast. My name is Anthony Herrera. I'm Lala. I'm Elisa. And today we're talking on our mini-sode about Nick Grant's Gutboy, a bad time story. But before we get into that, guys, I made a startling discovery about myself. What'd you find out? I have sweet blood. Because of the mosquitoes? No. I... Cut myself open on um, Velcro, of all things. I didn't know that was possible, but I made a tiny prin prick dab into my finger. Started to bleed, and of course, when you start to bleed, the first thing you do is put your finger in your mouth uh, to get rid of the blood. My blood was sweet. Like, I'm not talking just like a little bit. I'm talking it tasted great. Like you could put it on a Sunday. What did sweet. you eat that day? I, it, nothing, well, I looked it up and the thing, what it obviously means is I have a high sugar in my blood. That's just what it means. But I've been eating, drinking nothing but diet soda and water, so I don't know where the sweetness came from. Well, um, I'm diabetic. Are you? Yes. Okay. And so, I have a weird thing where they tell you that you have like, high sugar content in your blood, mm -hmm. but mosquitoes aren't attracted to me. Mmm. Because of all the sugar. I don't know, because they're usually attracted to people with high sugar content. Oh, that's weird. Well, they love me. They love me too. And my, and I, it's just weird because you know, one of the things I'm always talking about is cannibalism and I always talk about blood and it was really distressing to find out my blood tastes delicious. Well, maybe it's sweet. Maybe your blood is sweet because of our personalities. <laughs> I don't think that's what's going on. And that's why mosquitoes are attracted to you. <laughs> no. Because you're so sweet and Lala's so sour. No, Lala's sweet. She's diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why mosquitoes don't like my blood. It has nothing to do with the sugar. It's got to do with how thick your skin is. <laughs> My skin. Speaking of skin, skin. <laughs> Gut Boy <laughs> does not have any skin. That was literally the only way I could see to get us out of that. <laughs> was to say Nick Grant's gut movie, Gut Boy, Bad Time Story, is about a hero who loses his skin to a capitalist. We, uh, we had been talking about it for a long time. If you're a listener, you know we've been hyping this thing for weeks. Uh, we recently did the showing over at Oak Hills Tavern. Uh, guys, this is the first time any of you besides me had seen it, and I want to say how fucking odd that is, that you people, because I almost had nothing to do with setting up the screening, and you people were all like, we need to make people we don't know see this movie we haven't seen. Well, this I don't has know to if happen. you remember, you were like, we need to watch this movie together mm -hmm. before yeah. we yeah. screen it, and that just never, never happened. <laughs> yeah. We like, just kept we have running the movie. out of time. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so weird. It's just like, it's like setting up 
uh, a friend with a friend of a friend. Like, and then it turns out that friend is Jeffrey Dahmer. And it's just like, whoops. Must people have that enjoyed themselves. No, people did enjoy themselves, but still, it's going on a date with Jeffrey Dahmer has to be weird. Except I did it, and I'm sad that mm-hmm. I didn't do as much of like the picture taking mm-hmm. and the video taking as I wanted to because I twisted my ankle. Yes, there were a couple <laughs> of injuries uh, during this thing. To set the scene, it was literally a dark and stormy night. Yes. I was worried because I was just like, what are they going to do? It's raining. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. Because the way this thing works is it's an outdoor thing. They blow a thing up. screen. Inflatable screen. Project it. Um, and when we got there, raining. And well, it wasn't raining when we got there. It, but it started to. As the night went on, it yeah, got... Yeah, it was and, really bad. And they start, and then they started late, which I wish you would have told me that they always start late. Because I'm the kind of asshole who's like, well, it's it's nine. Why isn't the movie on? You were getting nervous that they weren't going to show it. I wasn't getting nervous. I was getting mad that they weren't on time. That just pisses me off. It's a bore. <laughs> so? This is like the shower beer thing all over again. We can't get into my <laughs> weird thing of not understanding this culture. Okay. We're not into it. <laughs> Good. Um... What did you guys think of the movie? First time you ever seen it. What did you guys think? I think... So I think part of me was wondering what other people were thinking mm-hmm. throughout the movie. It is that I kind of movie. I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah, like I didn't know what to expect. And I think that was a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, I mean, the things that were funny were funny. Mm-hmm. And the things that were weird were weird. And I just felt like everything. Yeah. You had all the emotions? Yeah, I mean, I didn't cry or anything. Okay, good. But, like, uh, it was good. It was good. Uh, Lala, what did you think of the movie? Can you remember it? (laughs) Well, um, so for, like, the first 20 minutes of the movie, I was around getting the raffle tickets together and talking to people and trying to get them to watch the movie. Because we did uh, giveaways during uh, this thing. Uh, We'll get into that. But, yeah, so you kind of were checked out during the first 20 minutes. Yeah, so I didn't realize how he lost his skin. Uh I thought that's just how he was. Mm -mm. And I was just like... Okay, I'm hearing this for the first time. <laughs> uh, but no, from what I did saw, from what I saw, mm-hmm. um, I enjoyed it. Okay, Dave, what did you think? It was fun. I'm kind of glad we didn't see it ahead of time. We kind of just, like you said, like you all discovered saw it, it for it the going. first time, and still trying to, at the same time, simultaneously get a read on the room and see what they were thinking too. Because mm-hmm. you know, I know I was weirded out, and I was just seeing if everybody else was too. Now let's not uh, sugarcoat this. A huge table of people got up and left. During they were the, assholes. They weren't they there were, to watch the they movie. They were very much assholes. Yeah. I didn't like them. And that's and that also led to the biggest tragedy of the night, which was Lala's beautiful Mononongle Went to that asshole. Went to one of the assholes. As part of the giveaway for that night, uh, if you remember, uh, we talked about Mononongles on one of our episodes. Lala drew a beautiful Mononongle. We thought this would be a great prize to give out. And it went to one of the assholes who didn't even watch the movie. Yeah, and I think Jackie wanted it more than anybody. Yeah, our friend Jackie, who's a true usual people fan, uh, really, really wanted it. Well, she was the only one who entered our contest. According to the, like our rules, like she should have gotten it. Yeah, we fucked we up. We changed it up. We did fuck it up. But you know what? Um, well, I was upset. 
because I brought this container to put the raffle tickets in, and it was like the first container I saw as I was leaving my apartment, which was this well pitcher that I have. Pitcher. Mm-hmm. Pitcher. Like mm-hmm. a pouring pitcher. Yeah. And it's shaped like a whale. Yes. And everybody was like, whoa, if I enter the raffle, can I win the whale? I'm no. like, fuck you. You can't win my Mr. Splashy Pants. <laughs> Is that his name? Yes. You named him? I named him after the whale. What um, whale? There's a whale named Mr. Splashy Pants. No, there isn't. Yes, there is. Where? Uh, Show me a picture and a fucking ID. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up. But uh, some time ago, I guess it was like 2005, uh-huh. uh, one of those uh, whale rescue organizations is like, oh, we tagged this whale and we're releasing him mm-hmm. from being in captivity and we want to give him a name. So we're going to vote on the name. Mm-hmm. And um, Oh, it's one of those, like Bodie McBoatface. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, Bodie McBoatface, I can't remember if it came before or after, but it was around the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, a hacker went in and, like, put Mr. Splashy Pants uh-huh. and voted for it, like, thousands of times. And they figured out what he was doing, yeah. so they discounted all his votes. But by that point, it had gone viral, so people yeah. were just voting for it. Yep, that's how you, that's how you <laughs> steal an election. <laughs> it's a good name. Good for him. Yeah, yeah. good for him. Is he, in, is he in captivity or? He's free. Not okay, the good. whale, the guy who did the hacking. Why good for him? He named him. Fair enough. Um, that's a good name. The <laughs> so that that sucked that that went to that guy. Um, some good people got the uh, signed DVDs that Nick Grant, the director and writer of uh, Gut Boy, was nice enough to uh, send us. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nick Grant, uh, he's uh, he's a listener to our podcast. And hi, Nick. Hello, Nick. He's definitely listening to this because... Well, now I want to know if he said hi back. <laughs> <laughs> I can send him an email to see if he did. Not yet. You well, got to wait for him to listen. You got to wait for him to listen. Nick, if you said hi back, please send us an email to tell us, let us know you say hi back. Um, Lisa will go crazy if you don't. Um, but um, And don't lie. How <laughs> would he lie? Because he's going to be like, yeah, I said hi back. Right? Nick, but I'm not calling you a liar. Say hi back. <laughs> yeah. Why are you casting aspersions on one of our best? Well, I just I don't, listeners. I just I, he's a good man. He's a good listener. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nick. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm you never to drawing to a anymore. thing for this podcast to give out to people ever again. Good, good. Don't because that was I could see the trauma. You had already snapped your ankle in half, <laughs> and then you had to give away something you poured your blood, sweat, and tears in to a bearded asshole who says. Are we really going to sit here and watch a puppet movie? Are we going to go outside and talk? I'm glad it rained on his party. Yeah. Like, literally. Fuck that guy. Yeah. You know, Ryan uh, told him to move. Did he? Yeah, because he came from the bar and he was, like, in the middle of the table where Mm -hmm. the screen was. Like, he was in the way of everybody. And so Ryan, like, gestured, like, move the fuck out of the way. Yeah. And then so right after that, he was like, are we... Like, he made a big deal. Oh, that fucking baby. I hate that guy so Mm -hmm. much. But other people did stick around. Wouldn't it be funny if he's listening right now? That would be sad. It goes back to my whole, I don't want Nazis (laughs) to like things I make thing. Like, I don't want that guy to enjoy anything I do. Because he's polishing his Nazi medals. Yes, yes, polishing his Nazi medals, kissing his picture of Goering and put it in on the wall. And then he's like, how did they know? (laughs) How did they know I'm a Nazi? And then he like burns his whole place because he's paranoid. We can only hope that he burns, that he dies in a fire. No, he doesn't die. He's got to learn his shame. He can't do that if he's dead. 
right? I guess you're right. Yeah. No, you're right. That's how the cosmos works. Um, so, um, and I think people, uh, Nick, to put you at ease, people uh, have generally a good time. Yes. I would say the only sticking point that everyone agreed was a sticking point was the Golden Giant fight. Because it goes on for a very long time. Yeah. And while you, while it was going on, I think you kind of warned us. I did. I did. I, like, I had to because I knew like people would just start to bail if I didn't put a warning out there. And about you warned this fight. us and I'm like, no, it's not too long. Like this is great. And then I was like, it's still happening. <laughs> Why is it still going on? <laughs> but you know, maybe that's the, the humor part of it. <laughs> I'm glad it's like we have to say that. Maybe that's the humor part of it. That's no, but it like that's funny. what he wanted. And then you get gets uncomfortable because it's going on too long. But then it becomes funny again because like, man, this shit's still going on. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get it, Nick. Yeah. We get it. <laughs> Don't change a thing. <laughs> it's too late to change a thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so that I think that was the only generally agreed upon sticking point as far as that was just like certain people were just like. Please end. But everything else, people, the funny parts, people really laughed at the funny parts. Like uh, when the whole sequence where uh, my character, who I voice in this movie, Cug, um, is having sex with the prostitute in the bottom of the thing and keeps having frog babies. People really laughed at that. Yeah. And that's very funny. You know what? Hmm. While I was watching this movie, I was like secretly mad at you. Why? Because, well, not like mad mad, but I was like, Anthony said he had a small part in this movie. And you were in the whole thing. I thought you were going to be in like five minutes of it. No, I mean, I, I mean, a small part in that it's not a, a huge role. It's uh, it's one of the main villains. Um, it just doesn't seem like that much because I only did like two days work on this movie back in 2013. Like, so... I, I think you downplayed it though. Okay. And so I was just like, Anthony, downplayed this. <laughs> that son of a bitch. He's in a lot of this movie. What a motherfucker. He should be very proud of himself. He did good. I did fine. I did. Uh, I did good. I I did good for somebody who was hired mainly because I didn't have to be paid, and that was like what I brought to the table was I don't have to pay you. And also, freedom, <laughs> freedom, got to prepare. I don't know the words. Great. Um, were there any? What were uh, parts of the movie that stuck out for you that you enjoyed? Anything, or was it just general? Was the weirdness? What, did the weirdness get too much sometimes for anybody? I, I like when they all got drunk. That was pretty hilarious. Yes, that sequence I think is the high point of the movie. Um, and I guess I should say spoilers for Gut Boy, a bad time story oh, at this yeah. point. Um, yes, the sequence. We should put that in the title. Mm -hmm. Gut Boy screening. Warning. Spoilers. Question mark. Yes, because I might have seen it. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. The sequence where the uh, the marionettes. Uh, Get super wasted with the uh, Golden Giants. That's very hilarious. I love the song during that part. The songs are really good. They were done by a guy named, I believe his name is Cormac Bluestone. And this man, um, Nick wrote the lyrics for the most part. Uh, and Cormac Bluestone did the music. And Cormac Bluestone is a guy who uh, usually does the music uh, with Charlie Day on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I like Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, so like Day Man and basically all of Charlie's songs, yeah. those are co-written by uh, Cormac Bluestone. So what you're saying is I need to get a co-writer. <laughs> yes. 
Again, this goes, we've said this before. You and Dave need to write songs together. I don't know why you don't become a husband and wife songwriting team. You don't know what it's like. Oh my God. <laughs> I can't believe you use the technicality that's a different episode. <laughs> I just realized as I said it. That's singing. why I stopped. I yes. stopped. Okay. Sorry. So for the full backstory on that, you'll you have to listen. Don't explain it. Okay, you have to listen to the other episode. I'm sorry. God damn. I know. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So the music, I think, in this movie is is really well done. The songs are great. Um, the puppets look great, I think. What do you guys think of the puppets and the, the puppetry, the sets, all that? Looked good, yeah. Thank you. What? It did. <laughs> I know. I like the style, like, mm-hmm. of all the marionettes. Like, they all looked different. Like, mm-hmm. there was, like, a consistency to, like, the ones that had skin, but, like, mm-hmm. Gut Boy and the, like, uh, Sophie, Sophie Guts. Yeah, Sophie Guts. Yeah, they looked good. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So, I guess I was a contributor? Yeah, to the so Kickstarter. So, I get, like, emails and updates mm-hmm. on stuff. Yeah. And I, re- I think I remember a post or something about we got our puppets today or mm-hmm. something. Is that yeah. is that did I make that up? No, it would have been one like, other thing. Did yeah. Nick make them or no? He went to a place called Standard Toy Craft, which was a studio in Brooklyn, which I don't think exists anymore. Um, they had to shut up shop. Um, but uh, a guy named Simo. Uh, and his team uh, built all of the puppets, um, and I believe they also worked them. They also brought in some other uh, people who worked with uh, puppets before to help them. Mm. Um, basically, um, Nick, from what I understand, he wanted to do a puppet movie because he thought it would be easier than working with actors. And what he discovered was that's not exactly the case. Because you probably need puppet just skills. difficult because you're working it's with in, voice actors. In totally, well, you're working with voice actors, but also to try to get a goddamn puppet to do what you want yeah. is extremely difficult, they found out. It is very hard to make puppets do things. Yeah, and um, I thought that lesson would have been learned by anybody that's read about how you know, hard it was to work Gizmo. Right, on uh, Gremlins. Yeah. Or even the stories from Team America. Uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker's marionette movie. Yeah, or even Alf. <laughs> Nobody learned the lessons off of Alf. I'm yeah. sorry, you guys. All those things are magical, and I don't know what difficulties <laughs> no, they could have had. No, but the behind-the-scenes things. I never people read about nuts. it, though. Yeah, like they're always hard. The damn yeah. the shark from Jaws was a huge nightmare to work with. And I would hear, because I lived with the guys at the time while they were making this movie, I would just hear just constant them just complaining about how fucking hard it was to get, and sometimes they would just have to abandon what they wanted to do um, in order to, uh, you know, move on for the day. Because That's called they, making adjustments. You're absolutely <laughs> right. It is, that is the technical term for what they did. They were making adjustments. Yeah. Um, but, um, and I don't know why I'm speaking so much for somebody who worked maybe two days on this and nothing to do with the production side. Because you have a great memory mm-hmm. and you understand your friends. Thank you for summing me up. Put that on my tombstone. No, I'm going to put something else. <laughs> oh, Wait, shit. why would I have a say? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do what you want to my tombstone. But here's something I thought about when I die. Guys, I want you to turn me into a marionette. You. Oh, okay. And I need, want you to tour me from school to school to teach kids about manners. I don't think anybody can actually have your presence. I will, because I'll be there as a marionette. Yeah, but, but your voice. Your voice. Mm. Your, the way you... 
Like, so you're saying I should record the show beforehand? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, record it before you die. Exactly what needs to be said, <laughs> and then like do various versions of it. Mm-hmm. Like, like in Spanish. Well, not just in different languages. <laughs> yeah. I just mean various versions of it. Mm-hmm. So that it can change up every now and then. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That way we can make money. And then, and then that way, and also we leave like um, pauses in it so that we can fit in like current trends yeah. of what's going on. Like there'll be a part where like the, the tape pauses and then like I just vape. This vaping won't be cool then. <laughs> it might come back. Actually, it's never been cool. It's never been cool. No, it, it sucks. hasn't. Um, speaking of uh, cool... We, Lala, you got a Usual People t-shirt printed for this event. (laughs) Yes, I did. As part of the giveaway. It did not come in in time. It did not. But we have it now. We have a Usual People t-shirt. And how this will come in handy is in 20 years, like the coolest thing on college campuses will be to wear old podcast merch from obscure as shit podcast. You know That's what? That's going to be the thing. It's going to be the only one of them. It's going to sell for a million dollars. Yeah. You can order this off of Redbubble and we'll include the links oh, really? after this episode. That people can get a usual people Is it t-shirt? open? It's open. People can oh. order them. Oh, wow. But if you order them now, because uh, the logo is going to change. Oh. I'm gonna add David. Oh, that's right. This is classic. So these will be people. one of a kind. Oh. And it might be one of a kind by the time I upload the new logo. Ooh. So this t-shirt will be a commodity. <laughs> this one t-shirt <laughs> I ordered for this event. It's all happening so fast. <laughs> Man, we've become millionaires I'm really quick. Right now. <laughs> How do you search it, Lala? <laughs> I'm gonna buy one. Well, it's almost about gut boy, not how to buy usual people yeah, t-shirts. We'll, we'll I'm sorry, did you bring it? Up. <laughs> hey, they have onesies. <laughs> they do have onesies. <laughs> anyway. You know what? Those already exist. Yeah, we did. We made we we handmade a usual people podcast onesie for, uh, for Jackie's baby. Yeah. I, Sorry, we turned this into a merch thing. Yeah, it, as far <laughs> as that goes. Um I should mention you can buy Gut Boy. Gut Boy, yes. On Amazon.com. Or if you get a uh, Troma Now uh, subscription, it's basically Troma's online digital service. You can also watch it uh, that way, which I highly recommend uh, doing. So you have access to all sorts of Troma movies. All uh, which I'm I grew up on Troma. I love Troma. They showed a bunch of uh, during the show. They showed a bunch of Troma previews before the movie. I think everyone really enjoyed the preview to Killer Condoms, uh, which is a movie I haven't seen. Uh, but we saw it. We debated on getting it one point at yeah. I Love Video, right? Because we were there, and I was like, "Check this shit out!" And <laughs> we're like, "Nah." Yeah, I think it's on Shutter. Might be. I'm not sure. I should check that out. But uh, Gut Boy, it's definitely um, the kind of Gut Boy is definitely a, a kind of check this shit out movie. Yeah, like it's just like you're not gonna believe. Check this shit out. I can't with that. I don't know what you're Mr. About. Show. It's yeah. from Mr. Show from okay. Jeebus or Jeepers Creepers Semi Star. Yes. Um, but it's that kind of movie. It's the kind of movie that if you would have seen on the video self story, you'd be all like, I got to see what this is all about. Yes. This is looks this, this looks like oh, madness. That's what sucks about video stores not existing anymore. Exactly. Cuz you could just go in and check out the most random shit. You can check out the most random shit or then you just see a cover and just like just thinking to yourself, what the fuck, fuck could that, that? that yeah. possibly be? 
And then I, you probably won't rent it because you got to go get something else. But, you know. Yeah, because people won't discover Ralph Bakshi anymore. Mm, no. Because they won't see that copy of Wizards or American Pop at Blockbuster mm. Video it's anymore. It's like people won't know what Joe's apartment is. Yeah. They don't know what that is. That is the biggest tragedy out of all of this. No one watching Joe's apartment ever again. I don't even think I've seen it. I have. I lied. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it's it's a perfect uh, rental store discovery. Um, You can't discover it anymore, but as I say... Get the Troma Now thing. You get the first month for free, I believe, still, uh, with your subscription. And you can check out all sorts of things, like Surf Nazis Must Die. That's a sentiment we can all agree with. Yeah. Surf Nazis Must Die. They shouldn't even exist, man. Exactly. What, do they live on the surf? Or they, they surf. surf? They surf. It'd make more sense if they lived on the surf. Then they would be surface Nazis. Ooh. <laughs> it's way. almost like a germ. <gasps> They're the Germans? Yeah. <laughs> I got a whole story about that. Yeah. <laughs> got to, um, uh, so that, uh, Tromeo and Juliet, Class of Newcomb High, all the trauma classics, and now Gut Boy is itself, I would say, a trauma classic. Check it out. Now, another thing that uh, Nick, the director and writer of uh, Gut Boy, did, him and my friend Jacob started a business... Uh, where you can register your nightmares so that once you fill out the form, send it back to them, they'll register your nightmare so that no one else can uh, use your nightmare for monetary gain. And uh, this made me, th- uh, made me think, uh, Elisa, you recently killed Lala oh, in yeah. a dream. It was like three weeks ago. You know, you kept telling me about that so much, and then Jackie told me that you told her about it. And I was just like, okay. So it was like in my brain so much, I had the dream. You had the same dream I had the same dream from my perspective of you killing me in in a car accident. I killed Lala in a car accident. Well, explain this. Well, I want to get both sides of the story now. Well, I mean, it's been a while. This is exactly why you have to register your nightmare so that somebody else can't have them. (laughs) But it was from her perspective, so it's like their take. Yeah. Right? Well, what happened in the nightmare? Well, I can't really remember all of it, mm-hmm. but I definitely killed Lala in a car accident, and I, I remember having to talk to the cops, and then I had to let her sister know, and then there was this whole talk about, what are we going to do with Gozer? And your sister wanted Gozer, and I was like, no, you can't have her. Why would you have a say in when you killed her? Why were you so? You're the one who killed her, right? It was an accident. Right, but still. But it was like, there's so much emotions. And I woke up and I was like, oh my God, I killed Lala. <laughs> like, I saw that she had texted me and I was like, I didn't kill Lala. It was a dream. <laughs> what happened uh, from your point of view in this uh, dream? So we were just having like a dumb conversation. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I was like, Lisa, watch out. And then I woke up. and that's what it would be like when you die yeah yeah so you didn't have all that other stuff as a ghost no no because there is no afterlife in the dreams freddy krueger taught us that Mm. but i don't know if i've ever said this uh car accidents are like one of my top five fears Mm -hmm. and i'm really scared of dying in a car accident oh man that's why i never that's why it took me so long to learn how to drive because i didn't want to drive that's one of my big my biggest fear as far as car it's not exactly the car accident it's killing people with a car that too yeah that's my biggest fear is killing somebody just hitting a child 
or something like that. Like, I've been hit by a car. I think we've talked about this. Oh. Um, but, um, hmm, I don't like it. So, uh, we were in a car, like, a few days later, and I was like, hey, Lala, we're in a car. I hope I don't kill you. <laughs> well, you sent me a text making me promise to never let you kill me. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I was like, don't ever let me kill you. That just went weird. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think that's a good note to end on. Make your friends promise not to let you kill them. Not to let them kill you. No. You're not... She made you promise not to let her... Oh, yeah, you're right. Shit. <laughs> well, I fucked that up. Well, don't kill me either. <laughs> right. Let's, not, let's try not to kill each other. Yeah. yeah. Dave, are you into this kill. idea? Uh, I'm down. Yeah. yeah. So, so just, I support it. Just... No killing. Sans killing. Mm. We should make a sign that says don't kill your friends or yourself or anybody. And then maybe people will listen. <laughs> you think you think we're going to be the masterminds of the world who solve the violence in this world? Somebody's got to spread the message. God damn. Right? Every area is a no kill zone. We shine a light on it. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, I guess that's uh, it for this mini-sode. Don't kill your friends. Go watch Gut Boy. Register your nightmares. We didn't even talk about Jackie's questions. Yeah, it's too late. Sorry, Jackie. Sorry, Jackie. All right. uh, We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.